Hi, and welcome to the Fit Chick Podcast, where it is our mission to change the lives of 1 million females on how to live a healthy, active, and fulfilled life. For tons of free articles, videos, and more, be sure to head over to fitchicks.com.au. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello, and welcome to another Fit Chick episode. Uh, Brett Campbell's in the house, and who is my beautiful sexy uh, co-host today uh emily sparks a little bit sick probably your sick sexy co-host oh sick sexy <laughs> ssc so i was trying to come up with some more words there uh look um yes emily you are feeling a little bit sick so yes i do apologize for the the husky manly voice i have going on here a yeah. hollow, bit of a hollow voice, maybe. <laughs> so if, if you do get confused between us, um, we do apologize, <laughs> but I don't think we're going to have an issue with that. Um, but it's actually quite interesting because the topic of choice that we're actually going to be talking about today um, is something that you're actually doing um, whilst the odds are, I guess you could say, s- sort of stacked against you, you know, yep. um, being a little bit sick. And yep. you know, what, what are we actually going to be talking about today? We are going to be talking about commitment. Commitment. So commitment, um, that's a, a very big topic in itself. And uh, we could run and create actually a whole study and a whole program around just the commitment uh, word in itself. But um, today, oh, the reason why I want to be talking about commitment today is um, some things have been happening in my life, uh, personally and business-wise, etc. Um, that has involved, um, you know, me to question commitment levels and and also to question um, other people in my life's question, um, commitment levels as well. Um, we'll talk more about that as we go forward. Um, Emily's looking at me with an eye like, as if, what, what are, are you not, not telling me? To me <laughs> what are you not telling me? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm doing an online breakup. Um, most people do it by uh, SMS, but this is a podcast, Em. No, I'm sorry, I am no longer um, going to be eating my food. No. Yeah, no, definitely. I love your food. It's good food. Anyway. Um, so let's get back to commitment. Let's commit to this episode, okay, because we're, we're starting to, to go on a bit tangents. But uh, look, I'm sure, um, you know, people quite love the tangents at times because they don't really know what they're going to get. Yeah, well, I think we're both good at tangents. <laughs> yeah, I'm certainly a, a great tangent person. So anyway, let's, let's get stuck into the level of commitment. Um, or the topic of commitment. And I want to start actually by just running through, well, I think that there are three levels, right? Um, and there could be a lot more, of course, but I want to put it to you in three particular um, levels. And the first one is you have an interested level of commitment. Okay, so interested means that, you know, you've come across something, it sparked your eye. It's like, oh, I might, you know, I might take that up. Or, you know, you, you see an ad on TV, um, like last night, right? There was this um, there was this new mountain biking craze um, on the snow, and these guys are bringing in mountain bikes with bigger tires. And you know, I was like, "Oh, that looks quite cool." You know, I might, you know, in my head, I was going, "Oh, I might do that one day." <laughs> so I was at that level of interested. Um, so it sparks the interest. Um, and you know, an example um, may be that you are um, you come across an episode. I uh, sorry, you come across. Um, well, let's use this podcast as an example. So you come across this podcast and, and you see that there's, um, and not this particular episode, I'm talking, this is the step prior to actually maybe you've come across it on a website or you've seen it on Facebook and there's a link and you've clicked because you're interested in what we are possibly speaking about. Mm. Um, the next level is informed, 
right? So you become more informed. So you know now, so you know enough information. Um, you've learnt what it is or about that particular thing. So for example, you're listening to this episode and um, you may have been interested because we said something about the word commitment, um, you know, and, and it might have triggered or resonated with you. Then now you're in the informed stage where you're, where you're going to be after this episode. You're going to be able to have some actionable tasks that you can take away and implement into your life to actually make, um, you know, really, really powerful change. So that's the inform where you know enough, you know, and at times it might be um, you've picked up the magazine, for an example, so you're interested in this magazine on a shelf and now you've actually bought the magazine. So you're, you're informed and, and you know enough to make the particular purchase. Um, just like me, I need to learn a little bit more about those mountain bikes on the snow for me to, to go and take that level two, you know, of being informed. But then we move to the third level of commitment and that's where it becomes involved. Okay, so that's where you become committed enough to actually take what you've heard, listened, learnt or discovered and then implement it into your life, okay? Um, and an example, meaning this podcast, so you take some of these tools from this episode and then you actionably set it into your life. So what are your thoughts on those three levels? Yeah, well, I actually have a little example myself of those three um, levels of commitment. So I was out on my walk two weeks ago and I was listening to um, a podcast and um, it was about intermediate fasting and it sparked my interest as the first one is and then number two I did a little bit more research about it after I listened to this podcast and gathered a heap of information and read other studies and listened to some other things and it's been now a week and a half of myself um, implementing um, this intermediate fasting into my lifestyle so and I'm committed to giving it a go and seeing what comes from it so there's my example of those three steps right there. So. And, and I'm sure you're listening to this and you're going, oh, yeah, I've, I've got my very own example of this. And what I would encourage you to do is, is you know, reflection in itself is a very powerful um, thing. And, you know, take these three um, levels, interested, informed, involved. And, you know, if we were to carry on, what are, the, what are the next steps from that? It would be, you know, from interested, informed, involved. The fourth one I'd probably add is share. You know, so now you've got the ability to be able to share mm. that information that you've learned. So it's, it's you know, and, and on each of those levels, there's a level of commitment in itself. Um, you know, and I guess we could be sitting there and we go, well, what areas actually in our lives do we or have we ever been governed by commitment? And, you know, we can look at relationships, like what's your commitment to your partner? You know, like, are you are you committed to actually organizing certain things to do are you committed to actually spending time with them are you committed to live with them you know are you committed to to whatever it is that that you're doing with them um your kids right are you, you know, we we have commitment levels for children um now if, if you're a mother um or father if you're if you're a gentleman listening to this um i, I just blocked myself there i got paused because i was like if you're a gentleman listening to this i'd be like well it's called fit Check podcast you'd have to you'd be really interesting um <laughs> to listen to it anyway but uh, no doubt you're going to get some great stuff from it if you are so thanks for listening mate um <laughs> kids right so you know you've got commitments around children you know that you know you if you're obviously a mother and and um yeah, you've got a newborn, you know, you're committed to feeding your child. You can't skip out on feeding your child because it, your your child needs it. So there's a really high level of commitment there. 
you know that after school, you know, when that when your kids are at school, that you need to pick your child up after school or else they can be standing at the school gate. Um, and, you know, that's, that's not going to be very good. It, it comes back to, you know, so many different areas that have a level of commitment. And we're going to talk about it more and we're going to explore it a little bit further. But think about these things in your own life, you know, your personal health. Like what sort of commitments do you have to that? Do you have any um, you know, like, are you committed to going to the gym every day or every second day? Are you committed to um, eating the right foods? Are you committed to preparing the right foods? Um, and and I know Emily's got some things to share, definitely around the personal health side of it. Um, but, you know, a couple of other areas that you want to look at is your commitment to your job. Like, how committed actually are you to your job? You know, and, and if you've already had that gulp, you know, and, and you're you're that type of person who you're watching the clock at 5 p.m. and you're out the door five or as soon as 5 p.m. goes out of here. You know, you've you've obviously been on the decline from work from the last half an hour of the day, maybe an hour. And I know some of you probably push you know an hour and a half, two hours of <laughs> oh, I'm wrapping up for the day and it's not even finished yet. It, it comes back to your level of commitment to the job, and more importantly, your level of commitment to the overall outcome because ultimately that's really what it comes down to. Um, you know, people, and we hear it every every single day in, in our um, you know in our forums and, and communities, is that you know, everyone wants to have a great body, right? Everyone wants to have a body that they're happy with, and you know, majority of people are not happy with it. But then we go back and go, well, what commitment levels do you have? What areas are you committed to? And like, yeah, you know, for your physique alone, it's you know, are you committed to going to the gym? And then if we go even deeper on that, it's are you committed to doing that exercise correctly to the intensity that it needs to be for the allotted time, right? So there's so many little micro commitments that you need to make along your life. But, um, you know, it, it really comes back to looking at how, how does commitment, you know, change in, in life and how does it change in your life and based around different circumstances, you know, like for an example, you got athletes, mm. right? Their job, their their life depends on, or their current financial situation depends on them performing, training, everything. Yeah, performing, training, eating right, all of that. So it it's quite. I, I imagine it would be a lot easier for someone whose life really is derived upon that, right? So for the average punter who goes to the gym, right? There, that don't make a living from it. <laughs> yeah, that don't make a living. Like, we're not athletes. Like you know, it's if I miss out on a gym session, it's not going to ruin my career or my life or my lifestyle. Yeah. But what you need to do is you need to go. Okay, wait on. I identify that. I identify that I do have a commitment issue here, um, and I would like to address it because ultimately it comes back to asking yourself the right questions. To get the best answers, you need to ask yourself the best questions. And the first question is, what area currently, and, and this is something that I'd love for you to do if, you, if you're listening to this at home, if you're on the treadmill, this will be a little bit hard to do. If you're out walking the dog, even harder. Um, if you're riding a bike, I'd say it'd probably be the hardest to do is, is get a pen and paper and write down, just start with one, okay? I don't want you to overcommit because, that, again, that's another thing as well that a lot of people do um, is overcommit in certain areas. Um, and that just leads to this exact same outcome um, as it would be if you didn't commit, right? Um, the overall outcome means that you didn't get what you wanted. So commit to one area in your life. Okay, pick it, whether it's relationships um, with a certain someone, um, your personal health, um, your job, you know, how, how your, um, your body looks, etc. Whatever it is, just pick one. Um, and then 
ask yourself the question is, am I out of one to 10, 10 being 100%, give yourself a rating of how committed am I to this particular um, error in my life? And let's say you may give it a five out of 10. You're like, oh, geez. Be honest with yourself too. Don't lie to yourself and go, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm at least a nine or a 10. Um, be honest with yourself and go, because the next question will will see whether or not um, you're a fraud to yourself. Because your next question you need to ask yourself is, what level would I like to get that to? Right. So your first question is, um, what level do I feel I'm currently at? And then what level do I want to get to? Because there's always room for improvement. If you're 10, that means there can be no way, shape or form that you can commit anything, anything more um, to this particular thing. And I'm sure there is always room for improvement in these areas. And this is how, you know, you, you start to live the enlightened life and, and, you know, you start to live the life that you, you really desire is by working on these things, you know, one at a time. Now it's I know, almost like the wheel of commitment. So you got the wheel of life. Yeah, that's right. So you've got like the wheel of commitment. And I'm sure you've spoken about the wheel of life before in one of our podcasts. Yeah, well, I mean, the wheel of life is, you know, we've actually got a, a full, um, I guess you'd say, course based around this, how to live the life of your desire. And if you are interested in, in tackling that, and I, you know, we've had amazing feedback and literally life transforming um, strategies that we shared, become a FitCheck member, right? I'm just a shameless plug, head over to fiitchicks.com.au forward slash membership. Check it out. Um, but to give you a bit of an overview, is this particular model really just allows you to get a 30,000 over, overview, um, 30,000 foot overview of your life, you know, looking down going, what areas of my life am I currently not happy with, etc. And, you know, like you said there, commitment is, you know, you can take these frameworks that you learn and you can implement them into all areas mm. of, of your life. So, yeah, that, that's a really great point you make there. Um, now, I do want to um, explore the question, the big question, really, and you know, I'm sure many of the listeners have this question too, is like, why do we not commit? You know, I've got all the intentions, like I really want to commit to this, um, but why do we not commit? And you know, we were talking before this episode um, and uh, about this particular episode, right? I was like, okay, well, look, let's, let's record this. So we organized the time, let's record it at this time. Um, yeah, and, and we get it started. And Emily, Emily came in a little bit later. Um, and not that I was counting, I think she was 14 minutes late actually. Um, but, <laughs> but there's, there's a valuable point behind this, right? Um, and it, it's all comes back to that seek first to understand principle that, you know, like you could go, why were you late? Why weren't you here? Like you committed to me, I committed to you and that type of stuff. Um, but it really comes back to the why, right? Like, what was the actual reason? Because, um, and quote, you know, let me know if I if I missed the words up here, but yeah. it, it went along the lines of, oh, actually, you you explain what happened. Like, what was the well, what was the scenario and how did it play out? I guess I found other things that were more more important to me at that time. So I went out for a swim. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> I went out for a quick swim refresh because I have been feeling sick. Um, and I thought I could actually talk about it without having to do a little bit of research further into it with commitment. So, because yeah, no, that, that's a, <laughs> I'm not lying. <laughs> no, of course not. And that you know, we we certainly don't lie. We we lay it all on the line here for all you fit check listeners. Um, but there's always lessons in everything that we do, yeah. and it it comes back to that thing. And I know you said it's it's cool for me to probe a little bit here yeah. with yourself. And now it's it's clear to say that. 
doing podcasts and speaking publicly is not something that you get juiced oh, about, right? It's definitely it's, not. It's, I don't, don't feel confident in it at all. Yeah. <laughs> now you put me on the spot and I can feel my voice, you know? Yeah. So it's definitely, it's not a huge, um, thing I look forward to. Yeah. And you know what, that's, that's a, um, thank you for your honesty there as well, because it, number one, it's actually hard for people to be able to confront, you know, what it yeah. actually is because, you know, all these other thoughts of, oh, I automatically don't feel like I'm good enough or, yeah. you know, that type of, those thoughts can creep into your head. And, you know, where I was alluding with that is on the flip side, I'm a person who's really comfortable with this, right? So, you know, I mean, I, like I said to Emily earlier, I said, look, I'll, I'll, I commit to keep talking because <laughs> I know if I keep talking, I may ramble a lot, but I'll get back on track. And I, but that's a unique ability that I have. Now, on the flip side, if we were to go and do something that you know you're really confident in, like skateboarding, right? So you you're you're a um, you know an ex skateboarder. If you didn't know, it's it's um, you've heard it here first. And um, when I met Emily, she was talking about the skating, and yeah, yeah, she's good, and she had sponsors and all this type of stuff. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, that's interesting. Um, it, skateboarding wasn't something that I was into because I wasn't good at it. I, I've tried, tried. Every person's tried to stand on a skateboard. Um, and for some reason, I just I just put it down to oh, my body's not made for skateboards, right? Yeah, I'm he a, did suck. Yeah, yeah, thanks for that. And and I did, I did suck. And it's probably but, the only thing I can actually say that I was better than him at, because we are very competitive with one another. But it felt good to be good at better than him at something. Yeah, well, and you certainly made that that um, noticeable as well. <laughs> but it was really good because, um, I mean, there's probably two parts to it. One was. I know, and it's, you know, looking back now, I can easily say it. And I knew at the time it more was, I was avoiding it. You know, like it, it was something that I would love to have been able to do, but I, I had enough. And this is something, if, if you're listening to this, you'll be able to relate to this. I had enough evidence to tell me that I wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. So every time I hopped on it, the board would bloody slip out. And I just couldn't understand how people could run and then drop the board and jump on it and still be on it. Right. Yeah. Cause I tried it. I fell over a few times. I thought, you know what? That's enough evidence for me to tell me that I suck. So what I did was I, I I never I never yeah well actually I bought a motorized <laughs> I actually bought a motorized um, skateboard and big you know, truck wheels yeah big truck wheels one of those ones but that was because I, I deep down I really did want a skateboard with them right and you know you, you don't skateboard much now anyway but it was one of those things that until I realised you know what I'm avoiding skateboarding because I suck at it. Like, we'd go down to the park, you know, and this is a few years ago, I'd go down to the park, I'd jump on the skateboard, and I couldn't even really roll down this, like, it was a beautiful concrete, and, and I'd see the concrete and go, man, this would be awesome for skateboarding, <laughs> but I just couldn't skateboard, you know, and um, I think we're we're alluded to, I don't know how we got to this, because we're talking about you, just and now confidence. you put it on me. No, no, no. <laughs> no, confidence, so I was confident in that, and, yeah. you know, um, but, but ba- yeah. Back to your, um, so we don't run tangent. off too much tangents there and it's hard it's, we're like a tangent team yeah it's, it's hard when i because i'm a very big because i run another couple of podcasts and one of my podcasts i've got another co-host and and um he he keeps me on track as well with my tangents but it's hard when i've got a well, i've got a double tangent yeah. um, person sitting next to me but um what we we're talking about um like yourself your level of commitment to to doing this episode yeah. even though you know deep down that you know, sharing this and getting this out to people to hear it can change lives. Like literally it can change lives, but it's, there was some, there's some roadblocks in the way. And, and it's, you know, the great thing is, is that you have committed um, to moving through with it. And if we go back to the levels of commitment, it's, 
you are now you're at that informed and involved. So you you you're sort of in in that segue of of moving through transitions because it does take energy and it does take time to commit to something that's brand new. And it comes from confidence, you know, like I was listening to another podcast about confidence and because it's something I do want to do more of and speak more on a podcast. Um and it really does come with confidence and I'm not going to get better until I just keep doing it. So yeah, that's right. And, you know, and, and I won't it, gain confidence until I keep doing it. So it comes from progression, confidence. That's right. Because every time you do something, whatever it is, like the more I jump on a skateboard, the more I'd learn. And, the, you know, it's that whole thing again. Yeah. You fall, you get up, you fall, you keep yep. getting up and you, you only ever fail when you, when you give up, you exactly. know, um, so that's something to take away in itself. But if, if we, if we go back to that, that, um, the question of why we do not commit, um, you know, and, and what really makes us commit. And I was, I was talking about this on another podcast I, I um, just recorded. And it comes back to if your pain is not, you know, at a level where you must take action, right? So it's it's the old thing. Let's say you've got, um, you put your hand on the stove and then you decide to turn the stove on. It's not until that stove gets so hot that you have to commit to taking your hand off. So the pain needs to be that much. And and some for some people, it actually needs to be physically sore or physically painful for them to actually take any action. You know, for me, for example, with my foot, um, I had some foot issues with my heel, my calcaneus, um, and they suspected it was a fracture, etc. But it took me like three, four weeks to even go and see anyone about it because I thought, oh, no, I can wait it out. You know, but what a, what a waste of time and energy and, and um, you know, what a waste of my life, really, for that time where I, I'd spent my f- mental energy on thinking about it and going, waking up, oh, I hope it's disappeared today. Um, you know, but again, it goes back to that. If your pain is not at a level where you must act, you know, and you're not waking up in the morning and, and going, oh, geez, I, I hate the way I look, right? Well, well actually, let me let me put a caveat on that a lot of people do actually wake up and go i hate the way i look i hate the way i feel right that's the reality but it's not painful enough yet for you to take action on it um it it really does come back to um finding a big enough reason for you to take some form of action right so you're interested in it so you're interested in changing the way you look um you there's no shortage of information so you can easily jump into the informed level of commitment um you know you can you know enough about it you know there's enough opportunities out there um and an example i'll use is our fit check vip members area right so we created that with the intentions of putting everything we've got workout systems nutrition info hundreds of recipes mindset, um, mindset tools everything that it, we believe it would take for you to be able to live a happy successful life in all areas so not just health and fitness so we've we've created that right and there's it's a $69.95 joining fee, or you can actually save five months. Oh, and then, sorry, it's $19.95 a month to be a part of it. So less than five bucks a week. Um, or you could you know, make the investment and save up five months. And it's like $199 currently um, for 12 months worth of access. And it's also got a complete support forum, everything. Um, now, again, I'm not doing a sales job on you here. What I'm saying is I'm just showing you the value that is created in something like this. Now, there are thousands of people out there and I know what you're thinking. You, you could be going, oh, Brett, 
you know, we don't all have money, we're not made of money, those type of things, and go, hey, look, I'm well aware of that. Um, I've, I, you know, I grew up in a family where we didn't have any extra things, those type of things, so I'm well aware of, of that component to it, and I am certainly well aware that, you know what, the reality is that, unfortunately, there are a lot of people and families out there who, who don't have the money to invest. Um, you know, so on one side, we have created something that, you know, at a level that we believe is, is achievable for people, if the desire is strong enough, right? So we go back to that and we go, well, like I personally get inboxed, you know, several times a day. I know you do and, and we, we get asked um, in emails and, you know, what do I do? I'm willing to do anything. Can you please help? Um, now, the easy answer is join the group, right? Because you've got all the help and access in there. By sending you an email or a quick um, personal message, it's not going to change your life, you know, Um all we can do is make you informed so then you can become involved, right? So we talk about those three levels again. You spark an interest, you reach out to us, you ask a question. We inform you, this is the, this is what we believe we can help you with, and then you become involved. But you, this is this is where people fail, right? First two steps are easy. The third is becoming involved and actually participating and fulfilling what it is that you need to do, right? Yeah. That's right. And, and I guess if we... Action is fine, it's the hardest thing for people to do. Yeah, of course it is, because the pain is not at a level where they have to. Now, I could tell you, if you got diagnosed, and I want to be real here, right? And and I don't want to offend anyone, but I want to be totally real. If you were diagnosed with a with a deadly disease, right? if you were diagnosed with cancer, and they said, you can actually cure this if you start eating this, this, and this every single day for the rest of your life, would you do it? Of course. Of 99.9% of people would. There'd be some who'd go, oh, bugger that, I'd rather go out there. You know, I'd rather go out enjoying what i eat you know but those people don't count in this but <laughs> no you know, reality is if someone's given up like that it's like well look you need to to put your hand up and you need to say hey look oh you know i'm willing to do what i need to do and unless it's something that severe at times unfortunately it, it just doesn't it doesn't happen people do not take action on it mm. you know i've seen people with um fingers swollen and i'm like have you been, oh, nah, I probably should go to the doctor. It is getting bigger now. Well, yeah, you've probably <laughs> broken your finger. Go and check it out. Like, it's not until it gets to that point where it's going to disrupt your life yeah. and your everyday pattern. That's it, right? That's exactly it. And look, again, I want to ham, I, you know, I don't want to hammer you all, but I want to hammer home the point of, you know, question yourself on your level of commitment with every single thing that you do, you know? And, and again, if you are ready and you're listening to this, and you've known about us for some time, or you're just new and, and you know, we're, we're starting a brand new relationship here, you know, we want to let you know that we are here to help you and we help where we can. Now, we don't um, turn away anyone, of course. We've got a free free group that we run with over 15,000 members for the last three years where we want to be able to give you information where we can. Um, but if you are listening to this and you want to change your life and you want to change, you know, your physique and you want to change relationships, then all I can suggest is real honestly join our VIP members area. Um, it's it's that thing until until you can see enough value in it, you won't make a commitment, right? And that's why I continually talk about it because I know one hundred percent in my heart that it is one of the most valuable tools that you would be able to commit to, you know. So it's that what can you go without again? Yeah, because that's the other side to commitment, right? Is sometimes you need to commit to things and you need to say no to other things, yeah. right? So if you're in a relationship, right? Uh, you know, and let's talk about us for a minute. Let's let's put it out there in the airways. So if you're in a relationship, what you need to give up at times is friends' time, 
Yeah. You know, because you can't go out every, you know, Friday, Saturday, Thursday night with your mates on the piss, that type of stuff. Um, not that I do that anyway now. Um, <laughs> but it's, you know, you do need to, um, and I, I don't know if the word give up is the appropriate word here, but you do need to sacrifice, make sacrifices, yeah. right? Make sacrifices There's two to people suit. in a relationship, so you both need to be happy to make it work. So sometimes you do just need to make sacrifices. Whether it's going to make you happy or not, it's going to make the other person happy. And it comes back at you as well. It's like a boomerang effect. And that's where valuable point is it takes two people. Now, consider yourself as two people, right? You've got your conscious and subconscious mm-hmm. mind. So there's two of you operating in your body, whether you know it or not. Yes. Make a commitment to yourself, right? Like, seriously, it's easier to commit to someone else because you feel that you're going to let someone down and you get all emotional and, yeah. you know, all these, you know, deep-seated beliefs pop up about it and... You know, it just it's a lot easier to say, yeah, I'm going to get a gym partner, and you know, and hey, I, I'm someone like that. I've actually got someone that I do train with, and there'd be days where I might not go to the gym, um, you know, based around I might be doing some work, that type of stuff. But because I've got a commitment, I'm going to go and I'm going to fulfil it. Yeah. Right. So I know that you actually had on that some some strategies. Oh, just on- two, just some little examples of um, what, how you could stay committed to your fitness goals. Um, so. Writing everything down and having it visually on paper, um, whether it be um, that you want to look good, feel good, um, you might have some health conditions that you need to, that you have, um, that you, why you need to train. Um, writing them down and have it, having them visually in front of you, I find, can really keep you yourself committed. Um, I do it myself. Um, I write down goals um, on each page. Not just health and fitness, just in life in general. And I write a date down on the bottom and, and I go back on it every few weeks and see how I'm going and how close I'm getting to that goal. Um, my second one was just having, basically having like a contract to yourself. So um, you could write something along the lines of, um, my goal is to be active six days per week at a minimum of one hour per day. I'll do these activities, so like meet, to meet my goals, whether it be going to the gym, going for a beach walk, whatever it may be, um, write those activities down. Why are you making these commitments? Um, reasons, like why are you doing it? Is it to feel good? Is it to, to look good? Whatever it may be, just write those down and then sign it and date it. And then give yourself a time frame, like I said. So give yourself a time frame and then reward yourself with something at the end of that contract if you've achieved it. Look, Sorry for the stumble there. <laughs> I just really... It's all right. You're committing to getting through it. That's, yeah. that's the main point. But um, to talk to a couple of those points there, because that, that is really a very powerful exercise in itself. And, you know, writing a personal contract is, you know, um, like you said, it, it's, it's a powerful technique. That it many... might sound silly to many people, like writing a contract, but... Well, it's only silly if they, they let it be silly. Um, you know, it's, it's like saying... Oh, I won't go there, but, you know, it's... It's only silly if you haven't tried it and you haven't seen the results that can come from it. That's yeah. that's that's really the bottom line. And writing a personal contract to yourself um, and signing it with your actual signature actually adds so much uh, level of importance there. You even stick it up against your door, um, you know, and read it every night. But something that I want to finish the episode on um, is something that I, I'd love for you to commit to. And it's a powerful thing that I've only been doing for the last, I believe, four nights. I've only been doing this for the last four nights. And it's had, uh, you know, quite a, a large impact in regards to 
um, my sleep and also um, you know my outlook on the on the day moving forward um, or the next day and it, it's about it's it's I could just call it a gratitude um, uh, you know whatever gratitude session anything you want really but it's all about um, understanding and um, bringing up the things that you were grateful for throughout the day um, so I heard this um, I heard this a few months ago and again I you know I, I was interested I heard I was oh that'll be a cool thing um, you know I was informed about it I knew exactly what I needed to do but for some reason I just didn't get involved right I didn't commit to it and and I only just stumbled across it again a few days ago and I was like yeah that's right I'm going to commit now um, so yeah that in itself is a lesson you may see something today and in, it might not be till three six months down the track that you actually commit to making it happen but what I do is I lay in bed and in my head, I, I have to count out 10 different things that I'm grateful for for the day. Um, and, you know, it might be I'm grateful for um, being able to live in this house, um, have a roof over my head and have nice hot warm water for my shower. Right. That could be one thing. Um, whatever it is, don't don't question your ability on how kooky it is. I'm the only one who's actually displaying it out there for everyone to hear what it is. But, you know, you think about it and go, I'm grateful for and fill in the blank, you know, it's, I'm grateful for my partner, uh, or I'm grateful, like, you know, I might go, I'm grateful for Emily tonight, as she cooked a, an amazing lunch today, or, you know, amazing dinner, and I'm really grateful for that, because what it'll do is it, there's, when you're in a state of grateful, or gratitude, when you're in a state of that, you cannot be in a negative state, I guarantee you, try it, you know, if you're having a shit day, and you, or maybe you're listening to this going, yeah, I've had a real bad day, just start thinking now, what are the things you're grateful for? Now, if you're at the gym listening to this, you can go, man, I'm grateful for the person who built this gym and grateful for someone who invented this treadmill that I'm currently doing my hill sprints on or, you know, I'm grateful for and just fill in the blanks. It's a really, really powerful exercise. I'd love to hear, um, you know, if you actually do take this on board and you commit to it, um, I want to know. And more importantly, I want to know how it's changed your outlook and changed the way that you're moving forward. So, Emily, um, do you have any final um, words for our lovely listeners? Just when you do find something that you're interested in, you've you've done a bit of research, don't be stagnant. Actually take action on that third step. So implement it into your life. If you want something bad enough, you'll make it happen and you'll do something that you've never done. Love that saying. Cool. 